As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey, it's Wendy. And it's Jess, and you're listening to the Food Heaven Podcast. Your online resource for delicious and nutritious living. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Food Heaven Podcast. Hey! (laughs) We are going to be talking about a very fun topic today, PMS, premenstrual syndrome. Everybody loves that. (laughs) Um, So, ladies. No, kidding. So, (laughs) we're, we're doing this show because we know that a lot of our ladies are affected by PMS. Um, it's something that definitely hits home for me. This is mm-hmm. Wendy speaking. Um, I've struggled with PMS ever since I first got my period. Um, we did a video about it as well where um, we talk a little bit about our experience and we also offer some solutions. So you can check that out. We'll include the link if you want to see the video. Um, but yeah, we figured this would be a great episode to do um, where we can talk about lifestyle strategies that you can implement to ease the PMS symptoms, um, some nutritional things that you can incorporate into your life. Um, yes. <laughs> so so in terms of like our personal experience mm-hmm. with um, menstrual cycles, mine is pretty terrible. Like it's always been yeah. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've never met anyone who has worse PMS than Wendy. It's than really bad, yeah. It's, it's physical, traumatic. like emotional. Um, I I throw up, I have diarrhea, um, headaches, back pain. Um, it's pretty debilitating and um, at one point, I couldn't, I couldn't like go to work because of it. Now it's, it's a little more managed, um, but you know, I would have to like let my employers know upon, upon being hired that this is something that I have, because oh, wow. um, I would have to call out every single month. Um, it's for it's the whole terrible. time, or just for like a day? For like a day or two, um, but you know that adds up like over the course of a year. So. Um, yeah, and then just like emotionally, it it's like crazy fluctuations mm-hmm. in mood and like, um, you know, just being like very unpredictable in um, in like my feelings. Right. <laughs> yeah, we used to plan like our um, shoots around Wendy's period, um, just because yeah. it was it's so traumatic that we can't plan to have like a full day of filming or anything. <laughs> Um, yeah, because I would like have to pause and like go throw up, right? Or like, there's been or you times. Can't get out of bed. Yeah, I can't get out of bed. It's happened a few times where I just like pass out in the middle of the street. Oh my god, <laughs> it's like crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's terrible. I think I have probably like the more extreme right. um, version of PMS. Um, yeah, mine's a little less traumatic. <laughs> um, it's pretty regular. I just have. Uh, well, I guess PMS, I have nausea, which is, that's something that's been the last couple of years, it's very weird, 
a little bit of dizziness. Um, my headaches are worse during uh, PMS and also while on my period. Definitely more hungry. Um, I notice I have a lot of cravings for sweets and carbohydrates. And I think the most prominent one is just being very emo. Um, you know, taking things way too personally, too seriously, feeling kind of like just an emotional roller coaster. And then like the day you get your period, then it's like all bliss. But that was before <laughs> is kind of cray cray. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, those are our stories of kind of our PMS and why we wanted to talk about this because it's something that most women go through and just kind of addressing some of the things that you guys can do to help resolve some of these symptoms. So stay tuned. So what exactly is PMS? Um, so PMS is classified as a range of different symptoms that are caused by changes in your hormones throughout the month and also chemical changes in the brain. So some of the symptoms are mood swings, like we mentioned that we get um, tenderness um, in the breast, food cravings, backaches, fatigue, depression, um, anxiety. And now we're going to talk a little bit about dysmenorrhea, which is the physical pain and cramping that's associated with PMS and also the, the physical pain that you feel when you have your period. Mm -hmm. And there's two different types of dysmenorrhea. There's the primary dysmenorrhea and that's like all the cramping that you get, um, you know, is part of your period, all those symptoms that we kind of talked about, like the physical pain, and then there's secondary dysmenorrhea, and that's when that discomfort is caused by a different condition. Um, so for example, some of the common ones are endometriosis, fibroids, or pelvic inflammatory disease. And there are different treatment options for people who are experiencing PMS or dysmenorrhea. Some of the most common ones are birth control. Um, they The mechanisms of action, like how they work, they vary depending upon which birth control you're using. There's also NSAIDs. Those are things like aspirin, Advil, ibuprofen, sold over the counter, and those kind of help to decrease some of that cramping and pain. And then there's also some women who take diuretics to relieve some of the bloating um, and or antidepressants. Those have also been shown to kind of help manage pain levels. So, you know, there are different things that you can take over the counter, but we're also going to talk about some alternative interventions. So as dietitians, we definitely want to talk about nutritional interventions for all of um, the things that we mentioned, PMS, dysmenorrhea, or whatever discomfort you're feeling during your menstrual cycle. Um, so we'll, we'll provide a few tips that have worked for us, mm -hmm. um, and also just some things that research has shown to be effective as well. Um, so numero uno is going to be you want to aim for smaller, more frequent meals, um, um, especially if you're nauseous, because uh, you don't want to overwhelm your stomach during this time. Um, so aiming for those smaller meals, it'll reduce the bloating and the cessation of fullness. Um, and research has shown that high-fiber, low-fat plant-based diets um, have been linked with a reduction in pain. Uh, so I would say try that out, especially if you have more of the extreme um, pain going on. 
Um, there was a study that was published in the Journal for Obstetrics and Gynecology, and it showed that women who followed a low-fat vegan diet actually had um, significantly reduced pain uh, for PMS. Mm-hmm. And we're not saying that you have to go vegan 100%. We're just saying if you have very severe symptoms, this could be something to consider as research shows that it does yield positive results. Some other things that you can try are limiting salt and salty foods. Um, studies show that that will help to reduce bloating and fluid retention. If you're like me, who can gain like 5 to 10 pounds of fluid <laughs> while you're PMSing. Um, also, avoiding caffeine and alcohol shortly before your period starts. Um, In a lot of women, including myself, this can trigger headaches, anxiety, cramping, irritability, and a bunch of other symptoms that you kind of want to try to, you know, prevent during this time. Yes, for sure. And then comes the carbs. (laughs) Not sure if you all have had this experience or you know of someone who has had this experience, but during PMS and even during like your menstrual cycle, um you tend to crave carbs. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, I go crazy. Yeah. (laughs) I go crazy for carbs when I'm PMSing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this is something that's very real. Uh, During during PMS, women experience a drop in serotonin, which triggers cravings for carbs since your body is using carbs to make the serotonin. Um, So... We crave the simple carbs, which are the carbs that are broken down very quickly because it gives you like that instant serotonin gratification. Um, These foods are usually very comforting, but it's not the best way in terms of long-term care and wellness. Um, These foods are usually not very nutritious. Things like candy, chocolate, you know, we we tend to go for these foods um, because we want a quick fix. So... In terms of what you can do to overcome that, you want to go for for foods that are high in complex carbohydrates so that you are, you know, you are going to get the serotonin that you need. You might not get it as quickly, but um, you are getting that good nutrition during this much needed time. So things like fruits, vegetables, and whole grains are great options for complex carbs. Mm-hmm. And you also want to make sure that you don't eat those complex carbs with too much fat, too many fatty foods, as fat is known to slow down digestion and it will, you know, slow down the absorption of those carbs, which means you're going to have a slower production of serotonin and we want more serotonin more quickly. (laughs) Um, You also, you know, I think we talked a little bit about it, but try to eat smaller meals. Um, I'm the queen of small frequent meals so maybe four to six small meals throughout the day during intense PMS and some examples could be you know two slices of toast with hummus and vegetables or some version of rice or quinoa with beans and um, you know broccoli or whatever your favorite veggie is so those things have really been shown to be helpful um, for people who have intense PMS so if you try any of these make sure to let us know if it worked for you or if you have any other tips let us know. For sure. So we're going to talk a little bit about some supplements that you can also take um, to help out with the pain and discomfort. So magnesium is one. Um, Research has shown that taking anywhere from 300 to 400 milligrams of magnesium um, a day can help reduce the fluid retention, uh, which leads to the bloating, the breast tenderness, um, 
And so magnesium also helps with muscle relaxation, which can help with the cramping. There's also vitamin E. So you can take 400 um, IUs of uh, vitamin E per day. And this can ease the symptoms by reducing the production of prostaglandins, which basically cause a lot of the cramping and the pain that you're experiencing. We don't want prostaglandins happening during PMS. Um, and then there's herbal stuff that you can do, which I'm a big fan of. So you can make things like ginger tea or chamomile. Um, I know a lot of my girlfriends do the raspberry leaf tea to help with the discomfort. Um, so definitely leave us a comment and let us know uh, what your herbal remedies are for PMS or if you've tried any of these and they've worked for you. And then there was exercise. <laughs> so the recommendation is at least 30 minutes of brisk walking, um, running, swimming, any other cardio most days of the week, especially leading up to your menstrual cycle. Um, this can also help with fatigue and if you're feeling down, depressed, exercise boosts endorphins, which help you feel better. That's why I exercise. Um, breathing and meditation, also yoga. Studies show it helps with stress, anxiety, headaches, and relaxation. And then one important thing that's often overlooked is getting enough sleep. Um, during times of intense PMS, it's not the best time to, you know, spend late nights out with your friends getting, you know, not enough sleep because it's just going to make the symptoms worse. So make sure you get at least seven to nine hours of sleep every night. Um, I know Wendy and I try to do this on most nights in general. And if I don't get it, I'm not a happy camper. And I'm not fun to be around. <laughs> yeah. And I know you're not either. <laughs> Oh, shade. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, acupuncture. That is also something that is, you know, studies show that it can be helpful for relieving PMS and some of those symptoms that come along with it. I personally do acupuncture once a week just to help. I have headaches. It's really been helpful for that. So I can vouch for it just dealing with kind of like chronic pain issues. And some other research shows even back massages can help to alleviate some of that muscle pain. So I think the takeaway messages are try to eat healthy during, um, you know, PMS, during your period, complex carbs, um, not too many fatty foods. There are some supplements that can be helpful, as Wendy mentioned, um, vitamin E, magnesium, um, some different herbal remedies, making sure you're getting enough exercise um, for endorphins and pain management get enough sleep, and if you're open to it, maybe try to do acupuncture or some kind of alternative therapies. Cool. Mm -hmm. Great summary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Seek support, you know, from your family or friends um, because it can be very real. And I feel like it's a, a lot of times it's like minimized because it's mm -hmm. something that happens um for a lot of women on a monthly basis so it's like oh it's not that serious because you go through this every month but the pain is so real every month so make sure that you know you get the support that you need you do whatever it is that helps you manage that pain um if, That's this was, it. if it was helpful also make sure to just share with your friends your girls share with your girls <laughs> <laughs> and um, we will be here next month for a brand new Food Heaven podcast. Hope you liked. Bye. Bye.